Rapping with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor, Nebraska Football Hall of Famer. Blitz is on, Taylor picks it up, fires, touchdown, Nebraska! Canadian Football League Grey Cup champion. Taylor again, wide open. And first team All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Five for Steve Taylor. That is a new Nebraska record. Two-time Nebraska high school track and field state runner-up and two-time captain for the University of Nebraska Kearney track and field team, Enrique Alvarez Clary, better known as Rico. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Rappin' with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Welcome in. Yes. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. It is I, Rico, joined by the former All-American quarterback, Steve Taylor, to my left. Steve. Yes. What's up, man? How are you? I'm actually really good. Yeah? I love my Wednesdays. It's hump day. Wednesday is the official Steve Taylor's day. Steve Taylor day. Steve Taylor day. Wednesday, yeah. Steve Taylor day. Well. Yes. Yes. I know one thing that we're going to get into today. What's that? We're going to get into I, a lot of stuff today. And I know that... Uh, a lot, but a little. Steve's going to Steve's gonna talk about uh, one thing, and that's... Well, he's not. He's going to give one thing, and that's his opinion. And if you know Steve... <laughs> my opinion's the only one that counts. I like that. It is, in my house, for the most part. Sometimes. Sometimes. Until until my, my, most until, of the time. Until my daughters and my, my wife team up <laughs> until on they me. Until they chime then, in. Uh, then They're I, like, well... Then I just go with the flow, you know. But so. again... Rapping with Rico, All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Yes, we're going to rap uh, today. We're going to really rap. Look, Saturday sucked. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. Saturday was not oh, great. One of many, um, unfortunately. I have given my opinion through these last few days, but we have yet to hear. No, from, what, what is your opinion? I want to hear. I what is hear my opinion yeah. from what, over what happened? What happened last week? I, or they, last, they just didn't show. Either There, there are two things, two of my opinions. Okay. Is Nebraska didn't show up. Yep. And Michigan finally not not put all the things together, but had an opponent that they wanted to send that they wanted to send the the country a message. They wanted to send all the other colleges in the Big Ten a message and say like, "Hey, we're here. We can do this against an opponent like this." Because before they played what UNLV, you're talking about Michigan. roast beef, yeah, roast okay. beef state. You know whoever yeah, yeah. whoever they played, right? Yeah. They played nobodies. They put up thirty points. They didn't allow <laughs> ten points. Okay. And then against Nebraska. It seems as if maybe they put everything together. Maybe they're clicking on all cylinders, or maybe they had just been holding back and waiting to get on this stage in Memorial Stadium against Nebraska, albeit a, a Nebraska team that hasn't been great the past few years. Yeah. It's still a team that people recognize. So, and Michigan wanted to send a message to the rest of the Big Ten and the rest of the country, like, we're the number two team in the country. Yeah. Take us seriously. Here we are. Okay. So, I want to get a frame of reference here. Did you think Nebraska would show up? I'm just curious. Did you think they would show up? Yeah. I did. I thought they would lose. I did not think they would lose that badly. I thought they okay. would cover the 17. You thought they would? Or okay. eight, whatever it was. And why did you think that? Why did I think that? Yeah, why? I just thought that they had played. Their, I thought the defense might have actually been for real. They wouldn't mm -hmm. have stopped Michigan, but they would have slowed them down. Okay. And because what I'd seen from Michigan wasn't that impressive in the teams that they had gone against. Mm -hmm. So I just thought, you know, Nebraska is better than some of those teams. They should be able to hang with them. I thought, you know, <laughs> Rutgers, Rutgers was down by a touchdown at halftime. 
to Michigan. <laughs> okay. So I thought Nebraska okay. can do that. If they can do that, all right. they won't get blown. Uh, you know, maybe 21. Maybe they won't cover, but they won't get blown out. And uh, I was completely, utterly, and totally wrong. Of course you were. All right, here's the deal. Here's the deal. The frame of reference is this. And I, I've been saying this for almost almost two decades now. So this is not hindsight. Mm-hmm. This is not hindsight. And I think everyone who knows me, Steve Taylor, they know that my loyalty lies with the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I'm not from him. I'm from Fresno, California, via San Diego, recruited back in the 1985. So I'm more of a Husker than anyone. I don't care if you're born and raised here or whatever. You're no more of a Husker than I am, right? I've been here since I was 18, 19 years old. I've been through four or five administrations. I want head coaches, athletic directors, and everything. So I think the general public think that I'm, they think that I'm qualified to make comments or to have evaluations or opinions or whatnot. And I'm fair. I'm fair. Um, there are a lot of factors what's going on with the University of Nebraska right now. Mm-hmm. And it has been for quite some time. And some of it came to light last week with Irving Fryer and some things. And we're, we're going we're to address that kind of stuff. So I was not surprised that Michigan did what they did. Because the Michigan you saw used to be us. The way they think, that's the way we thought. Mm-hmm. Right? So... Uh, no surprise that they came in here and did what they did. And we looked like what we looked like because that's what we, when I was, when I was at Nebraska and I'm not just talking in the eighties, I'm talking the nineties or whenever, right. Um, we handled our business and we had great, good and great athletes. And we had depth and we had a good coach, great coaches, some Mm -hmm. of the best ever, which I'm so appreciative to And I appreciate that more and more every day that throughout my 20 years of football, I've had nothing but great coaches. So I have an idea of what coaches are like and what needs to be done to be successful. And it's not just on the football field. This is in life. But this goes beyond the football field. This is in life. And, um, and I don't want to start crying here because it, it makes me so sad to see Nebraska um, operate the way, they, the way that they do. And there's no reason for it. They have totally lost it and they've lost it for quite some time and what's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results exactly right that's what we've been doing here for a decade and a half and this isn't hindsight 2020 i've been saying this 10 15 years ago Mm -hmm. right and i'm on the golf course i listen to people talk what they say what they think right and uh, I give my opinion about it, right? They have no clue of what's going on. No clue. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's sad. It's sad. And I have the answers. I really do. I have the answers. Um, you know, no one's contacting me or whatever. I even thought about running to be on a region, to be, on, to be a region, mm-hmm. because they really need some help with some things. Because they keep making the same mistake over and over and over again and expecting different results. That's just the reality of it. And it's tough. It's tough because, and it's tough to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you, know, you able or willing to <laughs> share some of that? I may share a little bit of it. 
you know, but <laughs> they don't have to compensate me nowadays with NIL. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, because it's, 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 it's not rocket science. It's not rocket science at all. I give you some brief, uh, some short things to let you know what I'm talking about. Okay. One is, I did not come from San Diego, California to Nebraska because of the facilities. When I went to Minnesota, they had far better facilities. When I went to other schools, Colorado, Washington, mm-hmm. their facilities were just as good, if not better. Right? Uh, I was recruited over 150 schools. Right? You can, you, you can only take five official visits. I went to USC, UCLA. Their facilities were good. They were great. Stadium was awesome. Everything, right? So I didn't come to the University of Nebraska because of their facilities. Mm-hmm. But yet we keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. For what? Right? How big of a house do you really need to live in to be comfortable and to be happy? Think about it for a minute. Mm-hmm. Basic. It's basic. Um, and I'm going to tell you the reasons why I came here. And they've, they've totally gotten away from it. And um, I, I, I just, it just boggles my mind that they not have done their research done their due diligence to to try to quote get back to where we once was but they're not going to do it with the way that they're doing it now i'll go on record with that and uh and it's because it's it's, they've been doing the same thing over and over again and um that's just one little thing there's many 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 other other things that we're going to touch base on that but that's that's what's sad and that's what's hurt um I was in the stadium third quarter. Didn't even really watch the game. I sat there and talked to my mother-in-law, my brother-in-law, and his wife, and we chatted about other stuff because it was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It was embarrassing. So, um, and it's, we've been embarrassed so many times. So it's not the first time. So you can't act like you're surprised. Yeah. Right. We've we've that's, hit, that's, that's why that's why I ask you what, what what did you expect? You know, because like we haven't played. We haven't. I tell my wife this, and, and I use this analogy. We haven't beat a team with a pulse. We have not really beat a team with the Pulse. Mm-hmm. So m- what makes you think all of a sudden we're going to rise to the occasion? And oh, I didn't think they were, like I said, I didn't think they were going to win. I thought it'd be no, closer. I don't even know why you would think that. <laughs> I mean, really, like, we're like a Rutgers, dude. A Rutgers is 4-1. and one. Yeah, they're better than us. That's what I'm saying, right? We're in this dream world that we still think we're something, and we're, our reality, we're not. Mm-hmm. I, I told my wife it's called denial. I mean, this is tough love, but this is what it is. And... um the first thing you have to admit, you have to be accountable. And uh, we're not accountable. So it's sad. It, it was, I don't even want to talk about the game last week because that's about what it was. They were superior. Mm-hmm. In every aspect, they were superior. Superior teams dominate. They control everything. They walk into your stadium, they do their thing, and they leave. And you go on to the next opponent. That's what we did. That's what Michigan did. So I'm not surprised. Mm. They come in your house, they eat Kudos all your food, to them. and then they leave. They, yeah. And that's exactly, yeah, yeah. you it's, know. It's unfortunately that it's a, a red in that used <laughs> to mean a lot. Yeah. Intimidation, all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. unfortunate, but that's where we are. And um, we have a long, 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 long way to go. Mm-hmm. And if we don't start doing things differently, you're going to get the same results.
Exactly what you're talking about. That's Cubs on the Starter Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. You guys can chime in as well on the show. Please Cubs do. Cubs says, Michigan did what a number two team uh, or a two-ranked team is supposed to do. Go in, kick butt, and leave your leave a butt whooping and props to them. Nebraska didn't come prepared, and it showed. Absolutely. I mean, like you just said, so, that's what they. That's what that's what Nebraska used to do. That's what Michigan did. Yeah. Came in, did their thing, left. And I mean, you they they were they were out physical Nebraska, out scheme yeah. Nebraska. In your mind, and I look, <laughs> and this is this is this isn't anything that you know calling for any, but like in your mind, you know, five games in, how do you feel about Rule and Company? Okay, here's the deal with Rule. I. Whether I like Rule and I like Rule, I think he's a good guy. I think he's a good coach. Mm-hmm. He has a tough task in front of him. He has a tough task in front of him, and he's done a lot of great things. I want to say great things. He's done things that you should do that any person who wants to be successful in life mm-hmm. and in football should do. Should do. Uh, one thing I will say to him, and I've talked to him, to really reach out to former players from out of state or in-state, or whatever, and ask him, why did you come to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln? To help him recruit players. To help him recruit players. Mm -hmm. Because they can care less about the size of that stadium. They can care less of their locker rooms. The real, true players that want to win, right, that are being recruited by all the major universities that are four or five-star recruits, whatever, right? So he can have an edge when he's talking to that kid of what it's going to take to get them to the University of Nebraska. And I'm going to talk to you about that other missing link, right? Okay. Of why Nebraska's in the situation that they're in. Um, I don't know how, I don't know what your history is of, of, of Nebraska is, like mm-hmm. Coach Osborne, like where he started, how he started, uh, what he did here, what was his position. We're going to touch base on that. Um, but there's no reason whatsoever that Mickey Joseph should not have been on his staff in some capacity. Other programs that happen, former players that have coached, especially with the resume that he has had or whatever or has, that he wasn't retained here in some capacity. Should have happened. Should have happened. Just like when Turner Gill was still here. Right? And we're going to talk, we're going to talk more about that as well because people overlook all that. So we're going to talk about this history of Nebraska and why we are in the situation that we're in. Mm-hmm. And until we change some things and do some things differently, you're going to get the same result. But um, Mickey Joseph could have been that bridge that could help recruit players. He did it just in one year. One year, not even one year, six or seven months when he signed here, the type of caliber of players that he bought here. One's playing in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Came here for Mickey Joseph. Trey Palmer, right? So, because Mickey knew what it takes he knew what Nebraska was like, and he could sell Nebraska to that type of player, right, that had other options. And um, the reason why I came here, because of Coach Osborne and, and Coach Darlington, you know, and so forth and some other things. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. But that was – and this is not hindsight. This is not hindsight. I said this. Mickey should have been retained on this university in some capacity. Just should have happened. I don't care who they hired. This guy was going to stay here. You take care of your own. And uh, unfortunately, we have not done that. We have not done that here. So, um, and that's one thing that 
the old administration, Coach Osborne and before him, they did those type of things. Mm-hmm. They did those type of things. So um, until we change that, you're, you're going to get the same result. Do you think the mentality at all from when you played to players now has changed? And you say that, you know, back then you didn't care about the resources. You're not the resources. You didn't care about the facilities and how fancy they were or anything because there were other schools recruiting you that had better facilities. Um, But nowadays you see schools, it's an arms race to have the best practice facilities, to have the best locker rooms, to have this, to have that. No, that's a a fallacy. No, that's not true. That's that's I can it's not true. They sell that is is that's what I'm saying. It's totally not true. And people, when I say that to them, they just they just look at me like an oh, I'm like, dude, I didn't come here because of the facilities. I can care less. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're talking about a player that's a top-notch player and that he's competitive and he wants to win. First of all, he wants to go where you win. Yeah. Oh, that's, 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 that's that's number one that's for the, everything. You, you, you want to be around winners. Yeah. Right now, there are certain coaches out there, which McCartney was like that with Colorado when I came out. He was dynamic enough with a personality and you would trust him when he come into your house and recruit. He had this conviction that you believe that he can actually execute what he was saying. Mm-hmm. I was tempted, you know, thought about but, it, thought about it. But I had Nebraska. I'm like, why would I go there if I have Nebraska? Right. Same thing with the University of Washington. Right. So there are certain coaches. And you would put prime time in that category. Mm-hmm. You'll put, you know, Saban and some other guys that have a unique characteristic, the way they carry themselves and a proven track record or whatnot, that can convince that kid to take a risk to come to that subpar program. And you saw what he did at Colorado. So I'm not surprised what he did at Colorado because he recruited me. Mm-hmm. You know, just like I was not surprised that Coach Osborne was going to win all the national championships that he had won because of what we did every day and how they treated their players, you know. So um, it's, I think Rule has that intangible, mm-hmm. but he's swimming uphill, swimming uphill because of the day and age of college sports and how football has changed over the last two decades, right? And we'll I'll touch base on that in a little bit. So that's why it makes it more of a challenge for him to be successful here in the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. So not the facilities, but... no. If Nebraska, let's, you know, take the money back from the Go Big project and from the proposed or from the the stadium renovation. What? Well, yeah. first off, what are your thoughts on the new stadium renovations? Don't going from Don't going from ninety thousand right to seventy four thousand. Well, that's with new um, that, areas for students and student athletes and the like. That's a different conversation. Making a stadium smaller. That's a different conversation, right? But um, when I used to go to, to the Rose Bowl. 100,000 people, right? Mm-hmm. They had 60 or whatever, 100,000 seats blocked off with mats on them. Yeah. Covered with UCLA Bruins or whatever. Yeah. Whatever, right? You couldn't even sit in them. So the statement was never, was never. At ne- capacity. Never at capacity. Where for some reason in Nebraska, they're stuck on this, this, this sellout streak. Mm-hmm. No player cares about sellout streak. No, 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 no player cares about it. The general family care about it. Mm-hmm. Right. But players, we just want to play football and we want we, we like the fan base. We come in because of the fan base. Mm-hmm. But as far as if the, if the stadium is sold out or not, we don't really care. And there's been some controversy with that. Has it really been sold out? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's another thing. Right. That they're putting a lot of emphasis on that wasn't important. 
wasn't important and definitely not important in today's world. Right. I've been to Michigan Stadium. I've been to Penn State. I traveled in the Big Ten for four years and I was with the Husker Sports Network, right? And I saw their stadiums. Some of their facilities were not very good, but they were still packed and they were winning in tradition, that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, to answer your question, facilities is irrelevant. Um, this investment that we're making on the this, this, this South Stadium, I don't think is necessary at this particular time. Not even warranted, you know, uh, care less. And I went outside and walked around the other to go in the, the end club because you know, players hang out there. But um, we need to invest in players, invest in the people, invest in administration, mm-hmm. right? I'm all for growing, you know, remodeling and doing some things just like you do to your home. Yeah. You know, but how big of a house do you really need or want, you know, and whatnot? So I will vote no on that. Everybody always wants a bigger house. Especially right now. I would definitely vote no on it. There are so many other things that we need to be doing that could be more beneficial. That could help the University of Nebraska versus mm-hmm. messing around with that South Stadium. That's my opinion. Yeah. No. Well, it's my opinion. Wow. But um, <laughs> I wouldn't spend money on that. My opinion's the only one that counts. Uh, so we talked about the bad that happened coming yeah. out of Michigan. Was there anything at all? No. That you saw coming away from that game with Nebraska? No, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. I mean, the fans didn't even hang around. Seats were empty. It was was empty. I mean, mean, I'm not being negative. I'm just calling it out. But no, it was truth. Like it is, right? We all saw the pictures. There was was absolutely nothing. I guess, you know, we played against Michigan, (laughs) you know, and we got to see a good team, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, There was really nothing to take away from there that was positive. Mm Mm-hmm. It was it was outright embarrassing. I mean, I almost it was just embarrassing. It was hard to watch. Oh, and I, and I I feel for those players. I feel for everyone. I feel for the fans, the players. Best I mean, I had the best time at the tailgate. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's been like that for quite some time. Um, you know, it was, it was a sad day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so what's your take on the after that game, the following day, that Sunday, full padded practice? They they can do whatever they want to do, you know. But we do not have the players. People struggle with that. There's nothing against the players that are currently there. Not everyone can go to Harvard. Not everyone can go to Stanford, right? Mm-hmm. Not everyone can go to these top-notch schools. You have to qualify yep. to get in. Got to have the standard to get in, right? If you don't, if you can't, you don't. You don't go. You go. Uh, you go somewhere else. Pepperdine or somewhere. I don't know, right? <laughs> which is fine. Which is fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Like, I was recruited by all... Here's, an, here's, here's another interesting thing. I was, I was on a tee box at number um, six at Firethorn. And I was golfing with some guys. And they were like, dude, you are so lucky that Nebraska... What Nebraska has done for you. That's what he said to me. Mm-hmm. And you had to be there in a moment, right? You know, I, I rambled off all my credentials, you know, blah, blah, blah. I said, dude, Nebraska was kind of lucky to have me. I said, do you not understand I was recruited by top-notch schools? I would have been successful at those other schools. I would have been because I was a good player. I said, so, yeah, it was a great fit. It was a win-win. But I could have gone somewhere else. And he looked at me like, wow, I never looked at it that way. I said, yeah, dude, I was, I was a blue chipper. Over 200 letters. 
to go to schools. I chose to come to Nebraska. Mm. I was that good. Because I had hit this shot off the tee box, yeah. and it was a great shot. And it was like, you're not a bad player. You know, like, well, yeah, I'm pretty good, actually, yeah. right? Back back in the day, right? So my point is that um, we had a standard at Nebraska. You had to be a very, very good player to be recruited by Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And, yes, I was very fortunate out of high school that Nebraska was my first choice. And then, luckily, I was Nebraska's first choice out of all the quarterbacks in the country because mm-hmm. they're only taking one that year. Think about that for a minute, right? So – so you, you're going to get the best for the best that you think is best for your system. But that was a standard at Nebraska, right? Broderick Thomas, Neil Smith, Amon Green. I can go on and on about players, mm-hmm. right, uh, that were recruited by Nebraska. They were good. So what you see on the field is someone else's third, fourth choice. They're Michigan's third or fourth choice. That's just the reality of the situation. So – they're superior. Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. Like Nebraska has been struggling for a few years, and it's it, everybody involved needs to needs to take a step up, take a look in the mirror, and we'll see where Nebraska goes from here after that uh, blowout loss to Michigan. They do have Illinois on Friday, and uh, I don't know if you saw this. You Illinois, saw what, you saw what the the eighty three eighty four team was scoring explosions. Yeah. <laughs> they just scored sixty seventy points, dude. <laughs> Think about that. Can't imagine this offense doing that. I mean, I was watching watching Michigan. They had their third and fourth and fifth string quarterbacks warming up. Yeah. When well, I, was, I think the <laughs> what the fourth, third or fourth string got in the game. Think of that. Think about that. Their third or fourth string quarterback was probably better than our first string. Think about that for a minute. It's. Uh, and I'm, I'm I'm just singling out quarterbacks, but you have that at every position. It's it's a harsh and reality a, that uh, Nebraska you, has to deal with you right have now. To, you have to accept that. I mean, truly accept that's where we are. You know, we're, we're we're bearing down to beat the Rutgers in this week. Who we play? Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> Who's also two and three? Yeah, we handled Illinois when I played them. Their stadium was on fire yeah. this, yesterday. Hmm? Their stadium was on fire partially. Yeah, I heard that. My wife told me so that. Hopefully everybody hope that got does, out. Hopefully hope everybody. Hope that doesn't motivate them. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully everybody got out okay. And they did yeah. say that as of now, before they, you know, some more investigations and and the likes that uh, it should the game should be played still. At uh, of course, you Illinois, gotta, Illinois Memorial oh, Stadium. And anything can happen. We could very well win that game. I mean, yeah. we're very close in talent level. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But we got to go to a break when we come back. A little, was it Husker history? Yeah, I'm going to give you some Husker history. With uh, former yes. All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. This is Rappin' with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor, 93.7 The Ticket. Stay tuned.